A very warm welcome to the Kudos community today. Kudos is a global leading provider of monetization applications for global users. It's creating a cleaner, more equitable world by making use of billions of dollars of underutilized hardware from around the world and then redistributing it for the betterment of communities and organizations. I'd like to say a huge thank you to our sponsors, AMD, a multinational semiconductor Goliath, developing GPU and CPU processors across the globe for gamers, designers, service providers, pretty much every walk of life. And to Algorand, currently building the technology that will accelerate the convergence between centralized and traditional finance by enabling the creation of next-gen financial products. To support the Kudos Cast podcast, like and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Telegram, and we would love to hear your comments or questions, so leave them in the comments. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our latest Kudos Cast. This is episode two of season three. On today's Kudos Cast, I'm delighted to be joined by Rob Grigg and Josh Jones from Metaverse Project Cornucopias. Rob, Josh, welcome to the Kudos Cast. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, yeah, great. It's great, it's great, it's great to have you here. And um, Anna, before we jump into conversation, uh, who wants to go first? Rob, if you could just briefly introduce yourself, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, my name's Rob Gregg. Um, I'm the co-founder of Cornucopius. Um, I've been within the, the Cardano network since August 2020, part of the the initial fund one in Project Catalyst. Um, so through that through that project, um, I actually was interviewed by J- um, Josh, who has his own um, Cardano Chats channel, and that's how we met and we got on quite famously. I told him about we were building a game, and and the rest is kind of history. And work in romance. Yeah, Josh, you got to follow up on that now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's how Rob and I met. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for my whole life, basically. I love taking something from idea to uh, turning it into a reality and um, all the strategy and all the creativity that that involves. And so, you know, when Rob and I talked after that show, I knew he had something pretty golden, or at least I felt like it. And so we kept, ta- we kept talking and, you know, it, it very quickly turned into... All right, let's let's roll with this. And what happened from there is Rob and I both left full time paying gigs to uh, take the risk, and we were self funded as well uh, at that time. And so we just dove in and and started making things happen. And uh, it's been quite the uh, exciting ride ever since. So I absolutely love that. Just the fact that like it's not let's just drop everything. It's let's take the risk and. You know, creativity, innovation, you're saying they, they, they kind of really make you tick. And I don't think you can get really more creative and imaginative than a, than a, a metaverse in a gaming world, right? It's uh, where's, the, where's the limitation to it? Well, yeah, and that's, that's actually, you know, it's incredibly exciting, but also we have to watch it because Rob and I or some of the other team and, and us, you know, we've got two other founders, Ant and Jeff, you know, any, any of us really can get on the phone and, uh, or in a meeting and ideate for hours. I yeah. mean, the, the possibilities are endless. And so we do have to actually curtail that level of fun that we have mm-hmm. and think about what can we execute on uh, to make this happen. But yeah, it is fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So um, yeah, let's let's jump straight into it. You know, firstly, and uh, for, for either, either or, but you know, what is Cornucopias? Who are you? Sure. Uh, well, Cornucopias is uh, basically a game and a metaverse. And 
Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun elements and different zones that you can explore within the gaming part. Uh, the link to the actual metaverse is a way of bringing in an entirely different audience and, and, and uh, user. Uh, so we've got, we're, we're kind of bridging multiple worlds, which is very interesting. So we're bringing commerce in uh, and real world business applications with the metaverse side of it. But we're going to link and bridge those two and create tasks where the, the gamers are incentivized to go check out these different worlds within or in different business, uh, different parts of the city, et cetera. And so um, we're, we're bridging two different worlds, but we're definitely going to have an incredible game with a variety of zones. Uh, and there's one called Farm Life. There's going to be a city. There's all sorts of fun stuff that we're going to do within this game. And it's also something where you can own your own NFTs. Um, and you're going to own your own personal bubble, this island that you build up for yourself by going uh, and, and playing the game. You're actually going to be able to earn these means of building up your own house. We've actually already created the tools for building your own house. That's one of our most recent videos that we've published. Uh, so it's, it's pretty cool what we've uh, created that you can you can do within this game, but yeah, there's so much there's there's so much more we've got to build this year. But yeah, we're we're also just about to start our NFT uh, sales as well, so a lot of fun stuff. I don't know if Rob wants to add anything to that. Yeah, no, I think you explained it quite well. I mean, we 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 kind of the premise of the, of of the whole metaverse is kind of home, work, and play. So so your home is your is your bubble. You then use our our bubble jets, which which is one of our NFTs. You then fly to this one of these 12 massive themed zones and that's where you're doing all your daily grind and you do a bit of farming and you're doing your daily tasks and then when you've, you, you've gathered all your raw materials and then you can go and build them and craft them into NFTs uh, that's what we call it the, the, the build to earn side of it and then when you're happy with that you fly off to the city and that's where you, all the, the big companies and the e-commerce um, happens and we'll, we'll have big concerts going on there, we'll have museums, um, you'll be able to chill out with your friends, uh, hang around in the parks and all the different different districts because there'll be 12 districts as well and, and those will be all in theme zones. So we'll have a like a racing district and everything in that district including the, the big stadium where we'll, where we'll have races against each other, that will all be themed with, with racing. So everything you can think of with racing and all different types of racing, whether it's car racing or horse racing, uh, maybe even snail racing. I mean, we are in the metaverse. So, so <laughs> hey, I've seen the film Turbo. Great yeah, film. Exactly. Well, well, we could have all that. And then, yeah, go back to your, go back to your bubble, build your bubble up, level it up, um, build your NFTs, have your statues in there. And then when you're happy with that, mint that as an NFT, go and sell it to another player and then start again with, with, with just two trees and a hammock. Wow, there's so many, so many concepts in here, and and I'll I'll ask a question in a minute because I'm very, very conscious that um, you know, we we've got a blockchain audience here, absolutely, but uh, you know, some of the audience are kind of new into blockchain and trying to learn and demystify all of the kind of buzzwords and uh, and, and stuff. So, well, actually, let's let's ask it now. So, what you know, what what and how does a gaming metaverse work? And and by that, uh, to be more specific, you know, what it what is the distinction between a blockchain game? And a metaverse. A, a, a metaverse is, is is a is a place where you can you can be whatever you want. So you can be yourself, or you, or you can be a different character or a different profile. And then you're interacting with a space which could mimic real life, or it could be you could be a on a spaceship, or you, you could be anywhere really. And you, and you have this interoperability between 
different spaces so so you know if, if you're on in the in the old world you could just have a chat system where you've got people in america talking to to just just chat i mean that's kind of a, a scaled down metaverse and now we have these 3d metaverses which could be vr or it could just be camera or, or you know motion tracking or it could be it could be anything really where, where you you go into a, another virtual world whether it's audio visual or, or description um, and people are just you know just there doing things so, so that's kind of like a metaverse but mm -hmm. then when you build the blockchain on top of that what that then gives you is is, is kind of gamification so when you're playing traditional games like Fortnite or, or or any of these other games, you 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 pay to play the game, um, although some parts of it are free. And then, but then you buy different assets and different skins, and all that value is then locked within that game. And if if you then want to go and play another game, you can do. But you but you you know all your assets are still there. You can't take them with you. With within the blockchain, everything that you buy you own yourself in the form of nfts and if you build the nfts then you're creating your your own value um, so you'll be able to own land um, and digital property and then when because it is marked on the blockchain and it's completely decentralized only owned by you you then have the ability if you get fed up or, or you've it's got raised in value to then just go and sell it to another player so all your money is no longer locked in in one particular game. You can you can get some some value back. Maybe it's gone up in value. Maybe it's gone down in value. You, you don't know. But 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 you own the asset and you can do whatever you want with it. Okay. Yeah, I, I really like that. So being able to take the value out of the game, and we, you know, we know how uh, for for all the gamers that are listening, I'm, I'm sure there's been frustration before that they've you know work their ass off you know excuse the, the the french to 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 you know get the to the top level and 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 the the best suit or the best gun in in call of duty whatever that's going to be and then um their playstation or their computer goes out of uh um you know it goes faulty they lose it or they, the new the new version of the game comes out the sequel and and that's lost really isn't it so yeah being able to to transfer that value out of the game is uh, is a is a huge piece, but I like I like the explanation of the metaverse as well, there, Rob. So you know, it's it's effectively it's it's beyond just something that where you're playing a game. It's actually somewhere where you go in, socialize, and live a second life, effectively, without saying second life the game. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's important to note that, like you know, when when you're talking about a metaverse, there's an element that we're going to build as cornucopias, right? But and Rob mentioned it talking about the interoperability. Nobody can really define the metaverse very well just yet. It's kind of a vision for for seeing where we think things might be, you know, five years from now. There's these decentralized and maybe some are centralized, but I would hope mostly decentralized, self-evolving, growing worlds that are interconnected, that provide value for users in a variety of different ways. And so it, it could literally be just about anything. It could be commerce, but it could be socializing and partying. It could be just all sorts of, of fun things that you can do. And that's, that's what's exciting about it. And so it's like, as this evolves and as we gradually decentralize with Cornucopius, we're giving the community over time more power to decide the direction that this metaverse takes. And they might they might, or this piece of the metaverse, right? They might decide, hey, we're going to connect with this project, this project, and this project, and then we get to make that happen. And then all of a sudden, you've got this giant 
world that's developing and, and um, growing, et, et cetera, over time. So we really, it's really mm -hmm. hard to say where it's going to end up landing, but it's, it's kind of a fun word when you think of creating this virtual world like that. I, I think that's the exciting part though, right? Not, not yeah. knowing where it's going to end up. It's just, it, it will find its own path and yeah. how crazy, wacky, or, or even realistic that path will be. You know, right. or re you know, realistic to the kind of current world, the physical world that we live in. It'd be interesting. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely on this journey to find out what happens. Yep, agree. Absolutely. So, what, what, so what stage are you at at the moment with the build? Yeah, I mean that's a good question. It's quite, a, quite a long answer. We're, we're, we're working on so many different things. Um, so, at, at the heart of it, we've been building this high-level uh, game design. Um, it's like it's a Wikipedia, really, that we'll be able to share with the public. And we've been building prototypes within um, Unreal Engine. And so we've been building those two roughly for about a year now. And I'm really hardcore probably for the last six or seven months. Um, we've taken on over 20 employees and we've, we've done some outsourcing as well. And we're working with a number of partners. Um, to help us with our, our land marketplace and our NFT delivery systems. We now have three really completely different ways of sending NFTs. So, so we've, we've outsourced some, um, we've got our internal system. So, so we're, we're, we're looking to see what is the best. So we're using an agile approach to create the game and we've just taken on um, a new project manager stroke scrum master um, last week. And he's turning this giant Wikipedia that we've done into uh, the development roadmap and that's what will be be used as the basis then for planning the the different delivery slots and, and building that development roadmap for the next the next year um in a, in a number of different epics and sprints um, and then again using the agile we're creating this this starter island which will probably evolve into into like a training island for uh, for the actual players and that this will be used um for the develop for the development as, as like a sandbox. So we'll be able to build mm -hmm. test functionality before then moving that over into the main game, into, into the main zone. So, so that starter island is, is so important for us. Then we're also introduced, you know, we, we've always said we were using Unreal Engine 5. We've, we've also been researching other technologies. So now we're building, um, I'm looking at building our mobile game. This is going to be based on the Unity engine. So the mobile game will be on Android and iOS, which mm -hmm. has been fully integrated actually into our metaverse. Um, so we're using a set of APIs to, to, to expand our metaverse. So we'll be able to, um, we've got a, pray, a player profile API, we've got a play to earn a build to earn, a learn to earn, a blockchain, NFT, uh, API, and all these add to our core infrastructure, they expand it, and, and it means mm -hmm. that we have the ability to now for all different parts of our game, whether it's on PC, on mobile, on web browser, um, smart TV, home consoles, all of these can connect together, but actually interact with each other as well. So, so, so if you're if you're, say, for example, playing a mobile game and, and you're building up your archery skills, then when you come to play the PC game, then suddenly your PC player is leveled up. So we're integr tightly integrated. Where, although they, on the first glance, they will look like they're not related, but it is all, all related together. And we've almost completed our game tokenomics. It's really, really complex to, to create this entire metaverse and then try and get it balanced. So, so we're 
we put all these levers and mechanisms in there so we'll be able to tweak it as we go along and we'll have a full-time person that is constantly mm -hmm. looking at, at how the, the mechanics within the game works and, and and tweaking it so you know it's 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 a huge task that that's it, it, it sure is, yeah, and I, and I think you can relate this to. I mean, okay. it, Josh, sorry to, to to cut in there. I know you, you know you've been an entrepreneur, yeah, all your professional career as well, and it, it doesn't matter what the kind of uh, startup is. You know, you've got so many elements that you have to bring together at first that kind of run in parallel, right? Until they until they converge and get to that yeah. starter island. In your case, We're, wearing a thousand hats is kind of what exactly. we're all doing, and then trying to figure out how to execute at the same time and get our team organized and get you know, everything, there's, there's so much you've got to do, but, um, so yeah, I mean, and that's, that's understated so much of the groundwork in getting, you know, us to where we are has been very foundational, building the team, raising funds, being able to structure things in a way that our vision is actually carried out. There's a lot of foundation that people often discount and that's, that's work that, that, uh, it, you know, it takes a good amount of time. Um, but that being said, to go from that side of things and get a little more granular, um, we've also we've built you, you asked where we're at. We've we've built uh, the personal bubbles like the, the starter bubble. We've built out the ability to create a and, and like literally in that video I mentioned earlier, you can take the tools that are in our game and build your own house and it, you can make a really incredible looking house we we had our dev do do that for us as a first demo and he took about eight minutes and he had this fully fleshed out house that he had created within our game so everybody's going to have the ability to do that uh which is pretty cool because one of the things that we're about to uh start marketing soon is that we're going to do an alpha release that allows people to start testing we're going to start building a testing group um, that will be testing several key areas the starter island that rob mentioned the uh building feature of building your own house uh and the character building feature as well so we've also built the technology uh, it's on our third iteration right now of of a refinement uh with this character builder so taking your avatar and changing the hair color, changing the hairstyle, changing the eyes. It's a state-of-the-art system that's, you know, com competitive, if not ex exceeding the uh, abilities of a lot of the traditional games that are out there. So we're building something really incredible there. Uh, and yeah, we're on our third iteration with that. So like, there's a lot that's already happened. Um, this starter island, the world, the layout, is uh is already begun i've seen a few pictures of it and uh it's going to be pretty incredible so we're moving past ideation now to implementing the starter world and pretty soon we'll be uh releasing the date with which we'll do the uh, alpha testing group and and how we're going to select the small group of people that will be able to do uh alpha testing of of those components that i just mentioned so yeah that gets you a little more granular for what we've got going on Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Terraforming. Yeah, quite right. So, I mean, I mean, I love the styling of your metaverse. I think, um, anyone that's, um, you know, wants to see it, cornucopias.gg. Is that correct? Is that the website? Cornucopias.gg? Cornucopias.io. .io. .io. Sorry. I'll, I'll yeah. go for the gaming thing now. I kind of automatically yeah, yeah, no, go right. to the, the .gg, which seems to be quite new. But the, uh, the, the NFTs, these bubble jets, um, it kind of reminded me of the Jetsons. It made me a little bit nostalgic. Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. there's inspiration drawn from a variety of sources for those, and uh, very very cool. You know, our lead uh, artist there is he's he's phenomenal. He's incredibly passionate, and uh, he's just doing a killer job. His name's David, but he's one of the, you know, just a, a huge part of our team, and and yeah. brings 
brings so much value through his passion, his leadership, and uh, his his ability to create. So it, it's fun, fun working with people like that. Everyone on our team, I wish I could give a shout out to everybody on our team, but like, <laughs> the reality is we've lucked our way into a lot of it. And then a lot of it has been skill, but we've got a remarkable team. So good stuff. Good thanks stuff. to all of them. And yeah. just on, because um, you, you have kind of covered it um, with uh, with my next question. I was going to ask about kind of the user generated content, um, or is it going to be just, you know, full professional styling um, build throughout? And But uh, you, I mean, you've answered that with what you can do with building the home and building the avatar. Do you, do you well, have kind of a really good question though? Um, sorry to interrupt you, but like, no, no, go for it. That's a, that's a problem that we're trying to solve. And it's, it's quite the challenge because yes, absolutely. Like the, the goal is to gradually decentralize and have a self-building world. Right. So then we got to mm. give the people the tools to build and, and, and build and, and create. And part of the, the problem we, we have to solve there is there has to be some sort of style guide so that the world just doesn't look like a hodgepodge pieced together uh, mm. by tons of different styles. And, and you feel like you're you're walking through a multiple personality world, like you just keep going into these different spaces. We, I, I mean, that will exist to an extent, but we want to have a style guide so that it has a certain element of of quality and a certain look and feel throughout the world, at least for uh, uh, quite a period of time. Uh, until the community has full control and they can do whatever they want, they might just smash that. Who knows? Well, I mean, if if, you, if it is all a hodgepodge, it wouldn't wouldn't look too dissimilar to the you know centre of London, really. I mean, you've got like a castle <laughs> next to something that looks like a walkie-talkie. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah, London's got the old buildings <laughs> and uh, modern architecture. It's a pretty cool mix for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, what, uh, so it's a Rob question for you. Walk walk me through the tech stack. You know, from your the blockchain up to the the infrastructure you need to run. Yeah, these metaverse worlds. Yeah, I mean the the, the main infrastructure. Well, the, there's a couple of different technologies. We're we're obviously using Unreal Engine. We, we're using Unreal Engine four at the moment because Un, mm. Unreal Engine five is new. So we're, so we're doing testing with five, but five will have a, a couple of iterations. But when when we finally launch it in Q4 on the desktop on Unreal Engine, that will be on Unreal Engine five. For for the mobile and for the uh, the web browser. Um, and also, actually, for some of the desktop work, we're, we're using Unity. Unity is, is really good for 2D. So across everything, we're using the, the, the .NET framework. So that'll be to build our website and also for underlying um, infrastructure. We are, we'll have a desktop launcher as well. That'll be on the desktop. That'll be the first thing that you see. And that'll be able, that will launch the game, um, just like Fortnite has uh, and Epic has their, their launcher. You'll be able to launch the game from there. You'll be able to play the mini games that we're building for, for Android and iOS because we're building them in Unity. We'll also build a desktop version for them. So you'll be able to play those mobile games on the desktop. That will there will also have a marketplace in there and, and we'll have all kinds of, of other areas that we can integrate other, other projects with into that. To begin with, we're developing everything. Uh, our layer two, as, uh, as we call it, will be in the cloud. So we'll be using Azure and AWS. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we're going to build the infrastructure around the Unreal Engine server nodes, because as players join the game, they will they will then all join different servers. So so that will be that will be gradually decentralized um, over a number of years as, as we build these these nodes um, and these the, our players will be able to will actually be able to own these nodes so so we have we have the terms play to earn build to earn learn to earn we, mm -hmm. we now have this new host to earn rewards 
so players will be rewarded for, for owning their own node. That infrastructure itself is, is the, the key to, to having all these players being able to join a server and, and then keep up and, and then interact with each other. So we have a really, really good partner that, we're, that we partnered with that will, will enable us to, to host these nodes called QDOS. So, so we're, it wasn't a loaded question, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said what was the tech? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so so Kudos will will be able to enable us to have this really solid infrastructure. That means we'll be able to scale the game because because we are you know we we are ambitious. We we think a million players is is definitely achievable within the next few years. Um, we don't know where blockchain gaming is going, but we need we need the underlying infrastructure to. So if we do go to a million players plus, we we need it to scale with us, and we definitely know that mm-hmm. via the QDOS network, you have the uh, the capability of doing that. There's also, uh, just sorry to interrupt. Uh, there's also some some partnerships that we haven't yet announced um, that uh, involve uh, music and and uh bringing creativity into our world where eventually we would have concerts and stuff like that so that would be another use case for you know if we're going to have 50,000 people hitting the servers at at one time that's another use case for distributed nodes with QDOS it's, it's like yeah yeah something that we need to chat with you guys about actually uh pretty soon yeah that high, highly scalable infrastructure you, you can just imagine it I, I mean I always used to think um uh, in, in the previous roles, if you've got something like Ticketmaster, right, and a, and a big concert comes online, just imagine the, the the actual scaling that you require on those servers, right? especially when you have a 250,000, you know, festival like Glastonbury or something that sells out in two minutes. Just imagine yeah. the, the server pressure. So at the moment, you see, we're, we're building all this on the cloud infrastructure, which is, which is what we need, but we're, but we're building that with APIs and, and hooking. So, so when we are ready to distribute that data, database and those will be on different nodes so so we'll have unreal engine server nodes but we'll also have the distribute distributed d- database nodes so there'll be two types of nodes that that the players will be able to to own um, that will be where we then turn off the cloud and, and then we can go full distribution but that'll be over a period probably over a period a number of years you know we'll we'll, yeah. we'll slowly um uh, get more and more decentralized um, and we'll always have that backup of, of that cloud just in case and then at some point yeah we'll we'll just set it all free and, and yeah fingers crossed democratization of the world yes yeah <laughs> excellent i mean when we announced our partnership back in december it was you know it was to do with the uh, the computation, uh, absolutely. You know, over a, a couple of years, as you've just mentioned, as you as you slowly um, decentralise, um, but it was also kind of covering dynamic NFTs, which is quite an interesting area um, as well. So, you know, how 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 would you use dynamic NFTs? Well, actually, maybe an explanation of what one is, and then you know, how would you use that within Cornucopias? Yeah. So, so dynamic dynamic NFT um, for for me is an NFT that has the ability to change over time. So it could change itself. So perhaps the bubble jet gets a bit of a respray. So the profile picture that you might see that's red is is then green. So the so when you visit that NFT, you will now see an image that's changed. So that that's a really basic, but but quite fundamental because because traditionally NFTs where when you when you mint those NFTs, if that bubble jet is red, it's always going to be red. Mm-hmm. The dynamic NFT will give us the ability to, to change that. 
Um, it could be something as similar as maybe as an NFT picture frame. So you've got a picture frame with it with an NFT next to it, and then you change it. So so again, that that's dynamic. Or it could be more complex, like an NFT that has um, links that could be added or taken away from it. So again, using the bubble jet as an example, maybe the player adds a nitro boost or it upgrades the exhaust pipes, or it could be super uh, wildly complicated, like the entire home island bubble. So as every as your players are you know buying and selling and, and, and building all these different NFTs, they're all connected to, to this one giant home bubble, and then you'll be able to to mint and sell that whole bubble at once and everything comes over at, at once. So, so that, that's, that's kind of how I would see. Uh... Yeah. Very cool. The, the reality is we got, we have with what we're building, we have use cases that uh, like it's, it's almost endless that require us to innovate in the space of NFTs. Um, we're now looking at that, like the music partnership, where we're going to be doing some music-based NFTs, so bringing audio into it, dynamic NFTs, interoperable NFTs. There's so many needs that we have as a result of what we're building that it's forcing us. We didn't know when we when we first started this, we're building a game, but then all of a sudden it became, oh wait, we're going to need uh, to really innovate in the realm of metaverse and also in the realm of NFTs and blockchain gaming. So that's a little high level picture of what what has to happen there's there's so many needs that we have tech wise with that yeah ab- absolutely and we probably don't know half of them yet because you know no, the, this this space is evolving important. so quick but you know yeah. just just to kind of put it into a kind of physical term right you can you can go out and buy a car a car is an asset just like an nft is an asset uh, that car is owned by yourself right i have the certificate showing that this is my car um, but I can go and change the wheels, the seat belts, the seats, the bumper, the the color of it. So it's exactly the same concept. It's just been brought into, um, you know, into the into the virtual world. Yeah, correct. Fantastic. So, um, Rob, I always put one of these questions in just to throw people off guard. Oh, Josh, I mean, you feel free to jump in as well. But have you got any mind blowing stats um, for you know running something like a metaverse, which is clearly very compute intensive, uh, and the reason why you're kind of going into into the cloud? Any any mind blown stats like calculations per second or something to run metaverse um, like cornucopias? Yeah, I, I think com- compute wise, the, the game has been designed from the off to have very simple data flows that are built to scale. You know, it's also been built on Unreal Engine five and .NET, like I say, and they're capable of managing this large network traffic. You know, and taking mm-hmm. the load, but I think ultimately, I think the magic number that you're looking for is forty two. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Excellent. I think that kind of leads me on to the next question then. So, I mean, because of the way it's been designed and because you're using Unreal for, you know, uh, uh, the kind of PCs, web, um, and then Unity, I get this right, for smartphones, pres- presumably that's because of the, the, the kind of power per device. Is that correct? So if, you know, if, how, how powerful a device would I need to, to, to immerse myself in the cornucopia's world? Yeah, it depends on the use case. If, if, you're, if you're on a PC, you know, the, the Unreal Engine that we're using is capable of, of low-powered PCs all the way up to high spec. So it's just different kinds of shaders that, that will just be turned mm-hmm. on and off. Um, but the use case for the, for the smartphone is completely different. 
um, you don't need that much power and, and the game that we're producing at the moment is going to be 2D, it's not going to be 3D, so it's not as intensive. But we have the, the techniques that we use and everything starts with our art department and our art department creates our 3D models, it pushes it up to Unreal Engine, but then it pushes it up to Unity and with Unity we then convert that 3D model, so the assets that we're, we've created once, into 2D sprites. So it's really clever, the pipeline, how we're mixing them together. And the mobile version of the game will be an extension. So they're more casual mini games. So it's not a replica of the game going from zone to zone. So, you, but they're all still, like I said, connected via APIs. Mm. But you'll be able to still um, play to earn on your mobile phone. You'll be able to learn to, to play. You'll have, you'll have players that only play on in our metaverse on their mobile because they don't have right. access to PC or any other infrastructure. Or you'll have players that, that go on everything. They'll go on the PC, then they'll go on the mobile, they'll go on, on the consoles. In the future, they'll go on, on the smart TVs. But I think in addition to, to just the mini games, the, the mobile version will add additional utility to the game that, that you don't get on a PC. So for example, there'll be like property management and maybe guild management apps that you're out and about and you, and you don't want to you don't want to wait to to let people in and out of your property you'll do it on a mobile phone and you'll get all your stats mm -hmm. there so there's lots of different functionality that that makes sense to go on there but yeah the the answer to how powerful is your smartphone we're we're looking um with one of our partnerships with with tingo they have 10 million plus customers in mm -hmm. um nigeria so 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 they have maybe four to five year old technology I'm, I'm well aware of that and, and um they have the i think a hundred percent if the figure that was was told to me is android phones so the android phones are not as high spec whatsoever as as iphones and if you go back four or five years ago the really really low powered android droid devices so the 2d the 2d game sits really really well mm -hmm. uh, in, in that kind of uh you know those those devices yeah. yeah, fantastic. I was going to mention the Tingo partnership actually because that's another one that we, you know, we we, we share that ecosystem yeah. with, which is which is great, right? So we're all all very well aligned, uh, kind of ethos wise as well, and and that's kind of why I wanted to find out whether this could, you know, run uh, smoothly on a uh, an older phone, uh, shall we say? So, um, it, can can you tell us uh, a little bit more about the Tingo partnership actually? Can can you tell us about the kind of play to learn? Uh, thing that you're building yeah there's there's a there's a lot to it so they, they want several aspects in terms of the uh learn to earn functionality and so it's it's really it's a partnership that's a it's a, around okay so they have 10 million subscribers that's obviously a lot of value uh for the cornucopia side of things but it's so much more than that i mean what we're looking at doing is how much value can we provide to all of those subscribers and that's what mm -hmm. Tingo's looking to do as well. So can we provide value to these people that's they're based in primarily in, in Nigeria? So economically speaking, the amount that you can earn per day by playing and or by learning could be something that's really meaningful to uh, mm -hmm. that economy. And so it, it has the, uh, the ability for us to make a, a really positive difference in, in a lot of lives in that way. And so it's, it's pretty cool. And, you know, Chris cleverly, we met him at the conference, the City AM conference that we were all out together. Um, when they uh, announced their MELD partnership, I was like, I've got to go talk to him. Um, and so, you know, we went up and, and met him at the conference. And he's a, he's a great guy to work with, as I'm sure okay. you know. Um, and we have 
well over um, everything I've just talked about. We've actually got to meet with him soon. We've we've got a we're a little overdue on some stuff that we needed to show him. But there's some really interesting things that we're going to be bringing into Africa and also with the learn to earn features of the game for those subscribers and play to earn as well, which plays in perfectly well. That's why we're like, hey, um, strategically speaking, as a company or as a, you know, a, a project, we have this need to be ahead of this tidal wave of metaverse companies, tidal wave of blockchain. It's like as soon as Zuckerberg got online and, and mentioned the metaverse that Facebook rebranded, everyone in the world that was building something was like, yeah, we're building a metaverse too. So we're just rebranding, you know, and all of a sudden there's all these projects popping up. Well, we're like, ah, wow. Okay. We see that we're already building it. We need to be ahead of this tidal wave. And one way to do it and, and strategically the Tingo partnership kind of came at the perfect time. Cause we're like, mm -hmm. we need to access this play to earn ecosystem and learn to earn ecosystem. And, and the Tingo partnership was a, a perfect way to do that alongside our strategy of accelerating the mobile game development. So it worked out really nicely. So we're actually hoping to launch a mobile game uh, by the end of Q2. Oh, fantastic. Year. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. And uh, yeah, I agree that the, the timing on that was, was, was absolutely brilliant. And just being within that ecosystem itself just holds an enormous amount of value. And, and, and op it will open up a lot more than the kind of 10 million users that are, are there right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and the mobile game is not just for, for Nigeria, it's for, it's for the entire world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let, let's let's wrap this up then. So what is what is up next? What should we be looking out for? Let me just go ahead with one. And I, there's there's a lot that I want to say, um, and I imagine Rob wants to say too. Well, he kind of already alluded to it, the nodes. So I'm going to let him talk about the nodes a little bit further. But uh, one thing that we have, we'll be announcing probably with the next couple of weeks is a partnership with a major music group. A, a, um, and, and they have a significant amount of exposure to clubs all over the world. And uh, what we're going to be doing with them is creating a space in our metaverse uh, that allows us to stream concerts and, and really bring the arts into the uh, world that we're building. Mm -hmm. it, it's very exciting because one thing that we are very conscious of is we want creativity in our world. We like we want the arts into in our world movies film music all of that we that we've got we've got to figure out a way to capture that because that innovation that creativity spearheads movements and it spearheads direction and it excites people it entertains people and we want that uh, so we're really excited about this partnership i can't name the group yet because we've got to ink the paper and and all of that good stuff. Uh, but they're well known in their specific genre. They're very well known. They know all the major club uh, owners all over the world. Uh, they've got their own label. There's a lot of really good stuff happening uh, with what they're doing. And it's an old friend of mine and we've got, um, you know, it's it's just good energy between the two groups. So uh, a lot of fun is going to be happening out of that. I'll let Rob go on to the uh, nodes a little bit if you wanted to expand on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I think look out for our mobile game testing. We're, that's going to be in the public. We're, we're, we're going to be announcing that in Discord and a few of our Discord people will, will be able to, to test that before it goes live. And that will look like, say, so it's going live in Q2. So in Q2, we'll, we'll start our mobile testing. That's really our first milestone. Our coin currently is on the, the Binance chain. So we're also looking at uh, moving some of those onto the Cardano chain. So, so there's, there's going to be lots of exciting opportunities 
when that when the, the coin hits Cardano. And like I said before, you know, we're, we're developing this distributed computing where we're doing early steps into having our decentralized infrastructure and we're going to allow early adopters to benefit from um, our host to earn rewards. So, so th this is even before our nodes go live, we'll be giving out rewards for, for players to actually own uh, a cornucopious node. So wh when it's finally ready, these nodes will be distributed onto the QDOS infrastructure and this will slowly move more and more um, distributed uh, and, and we'll, we'll push more and more computing services onto, onto those nodes and really that will be the, the start of our metaverse becoming truly decentralized. Amazing. It's amazing. I'm genuinely, genuinely excited for, for everything that's happening here. So uh, congratulations for everything you've achieved so far. It was a long way to go, as you know, but really, really looking forward to kind of following this. And I'm sure everyone that's listening today will be uh, looking up cornucopias.io as uh, as soon as we end here. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for joining uh, the Kudos cast. Uh, Rob and um, Josh have been brilliant guests. We've had a great conversation, free flowing as well. So once again, a huge shout out to everyone that's tuned into this week's Kudos cast. It's been a blast. We hope you enjoyed this week's Kudos cast and a big thank you to our sponsors once again, Algorand, Outlier Ventures and AMD. You can check them out in the description below. And don't forget to like and leave us a review to support this podcast. And for more content, you can find us on Twitter, Telegram, Instagram and Medium. Until next time, adios and au revoir.